I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And this is The Thing That Happened This Week. The show where everyone brings a story from the past seven days and we break it down. So stay tuned, you don't want to miss it! Okay, so I was on my way up the stairs and I was thinking about how crazy it is how we met. Like, I don't think that I think about that as often as I normally would. Yeah? In any other relationship. Like, if you meet someone on an online dating app, you normally, you date or you don't. And if you don't, you don't see that person again. Right. Yeah, I think that is so... I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for, like, busting the system in that Right. Way. Oh, no, I think... not. I don't want to say that I think about that all the time, but, like, I do think... like. All the crazy, like, ways that I have befriended or, like, all my crazy stories of, like, my friends, like, stick in my mind. Yes. So, like, this is one of those ones where I'm like, yeah, like, my dear friend Claire and I, we met on fucking OkCupid. Yeah, which is dead now. I mean, it's not dead now, but it's kind of dead now. It's kind of like... It's a hookup app. It's a, I was going to say Wasteland, but okay. Oh, okay, okay. Wasteland. Um, wasteland again, slash hookup app. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think that's a fair, like... That's a fair, like, um, business card sure. tagline uh-huh. of it. Also, on the way over here, I sweat. I got sweaty when I sat down only because, you know, when your body's in motion and then you stop? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> but yep. this is, <laughs> you know how I'm aware of that works. works, yeah. But on the way here was the first time this season that I've walked here and not felt sweaty on the way. Right. It's 60 degrees. It is partly sunny. I walked up Edgecombe, which I live on Edgecombe on the other side of this intersection. Mm-hmm. But when you cross the intersection and you walk up behind Ian's building, it's so serene and so quiet. There's no buildings. It's just trees. I love that area. Yes. Like, I love having that park right over here. Mm-hmm. Today, um, I ha- I'll talk about it, like, later in the show, but um, I left earlier this morning, and it was the first time this season that, like, I had a jacket over a sweatshirt, over a t-shirt, and I was like, this... Is what we've been waiting for. That's your vibe, Ian. That's That's, 100% your vibe. Right. Um, Last year I was doing a show around this time, and my stage manager one day was like, you're like, you just always look so comfy. Like, and I love it. Yeah, that's the biggest compliment you can give me. Right. It's like, like, you don't look like sloppy or like disgusting. You're just so comfortable. And I'm like, thanks. I feel it. Yeah. I think it's so funny to think about how short so first off i'm so grateful that when i moved back in february that i moved closer to you <laughs> yeah because this walk i can literally leave my house i'll be leaving at 9 45 and i'm like oh cutting it close and then i get here five minutes early so weird. right right but that being said the walk here is always like a really pleasant one for me i'm always yeah. looking forward to doing the show i always have something nice to look at i love where we live yeah same yeah i'm just to to dispel gratitude, I am so happy about that. I'm glad. Dispel gratitude? Yeah. Expel gratitude? To expend, no. To... To ex- express gratitude? Express. <laughs> you know, speaking. Right. <laughs> it's only kind of what we do. To say out loud right. that I like it. Right. <laughs> that. Yeah, sure, that. That thing that we're doing all the time. But right. Well, actually, you know what? Gratitude is really hard to express. It is. I think I spend a lot of time thinking to myself, wow, I'm really grateful for that person or that friendship or this ice cream or that TV show. And I don't say it out loud. Right, same. Yes. It feels a little selfish to say it out loud. 
In what way? Like in like it kind of feels like like even if I'm just sitting alone in my room and like yeah like I'm pretty grateful for like ABC. It's like I'm not going to say it out loud because it's like what if I'm rubbing it in like to sure. someone who doesn't have that or someone who doesn't like relate or necessarily feel that way. Well, I think we're like especially growing up in the public school system of America. We see that poster everywhere like character is what you do when no one's watching. Mm-hmm. And so I think we're made to feel that when we are self-congratulatory or proud about something that that needs to be in our private moments. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when it's out in public, we're also made to feel bad. Right. Because it's like self-aggrandizing right. in some situations. Exactly. I'm, that's not to say that ego and pride is not ever present in my and everybody else's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're American and we're the best. Right. But <laughs> Absolutely, except for Canada. Yeah. Oh, gosh, Canada. We love Canada. Guys, I love Canada. Hi, Canada. Hi, Canada. Everybody else can shit on Canada, but we love it at the thing yes, that happens. Yes, Exactly. Week. We're a pro-Canada institution. Yes. But I think also we're made to feel like if we express gratitude out loud for something that we've created or is about us, like, I'm really grateful that I have good hair. Mm -hmm. If I go around being like, I am so grateful for having good hair, even, like you said, by myself, I start to be like, Claire, you're a bitch. Right. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? Like, around, like, a year ago... I had a friend being like, tell me like you have like a lot of friends like like good, like <laughs> and I was just like I do don't I mm-hmm. weird you're a popular weird. dude I guess and like it's one of those things where it's like I can't just like look at myself and be like look at you like class president I was class president but like what you were well not class president but I'm um, in. The SUNY New Paltz Theater Department, there's, like, three main theater clubs. Okay, like, and, officers of... Right. So, okay. like, uh, New Paltz Players, Alpha Psi Omega, and, um, like, the Theater Design Technology... I forget it. Like, the acronym is, like, TADA, but I forget exactly what it stands okay. for. And so, like, I was always... I was New Paltz Players president and Dance Association president for two of my four years there. Whoa. So, and, yeah. So... That was my presidency. I will say, though, that the concept of popularity, when it bends away from, like, A-crowd, high school, shitty, shitty bitches, that, which, not to say I wasn't one, because at, at times I was, and I have accepted that, and I know exactly how that first made me seem really great, and then in the end was, like, my downfall, a literal downfall. I... I do think that when we realize how many great friendships we have to be grateful for, we get a little bit, I don't know, sheepish maybe, mm-hmm. about what popularity has been ingrained in us to seem like. Right. That it's almost undesirable because then people will think that you're just like gathering sheep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you're just like making right. a herd of people to make you... Follow look- you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I and I feel like I know you pretty well, and so I feel like maybe that's the root of when someone's like, "Wow, you have a lot of great friends." And you're like, "Oh no, I don't." Oh my god. Well, also, <laughs> it's like it's like growing up. Like I never felt that way. So like I think like mm-hmm. whenever like I meet someone who's like nice to me and that I like back, it's like cool. I gotta hang on to this. Yes. Um, What's one thing that has like majorly changed about you from middle school or high school that you're like so grateful is completely different now? Um, I'm a leader now. I'm more. I'm a lot yes. more. Yes. Um, like, in high school, like... And no hesitation in saying it, Ian. Yes! It just happened to be something I thought about recently, 
because like I got this promotion at my workplace and like I'm still part-time but like I'm in a bit more of a leadership position and I realized like in college um a little bit in high school but more so in college like I gravitated towards um like New Paltz president like New Paltz players president and dance association president and like I was a paint shop charge and now like um and now like okay like I'm kind of like responsible for like mentoring and um that and like that definitely stems from like understanding that I have a crowd of people that like are my people and that like have my back and I have theirs but in high school like I was I just wanted to blend in and like not be noticed and like I had my theater people but I didn't necessarily like I didn't want to like stand out necessarily mm. um like I was like a dance captain and stuff but like I it wasn't, like, because I like being a leader or because I'm a natural leader, but... That being assigned to you is a lot easier to accept than right. stepping up and volunteering for something. Right. Yes. Um. So, yeah, since, like, high school, I've noticed that, like, I just gravitate towards leadership. Mm. And so, like, I'm really liking that, like, because it's, A, it's fun. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And be like, it, it kind of opens some doors for me that I never considered. I don't know about you. I mean, I'm a very, very, very anxious person. Same. I'm constantly managing anxiety. And I find that when I step up to the plate and say that I want to, like, dig deeper into a project or lead something, it helps me to worry less about things going wrong. Right. I can get the job done right the first time. And I, you know, in a way, without being hopefully too controlling, having some handle on the situation really calms my nerves right that's definitely a type a thing because like yes. it's this like idea of like <laughs> of like maintaining like a semblance of control in some way yeah so that you have like some sort of agency over the outcome i literally um, was just having this conversation with someone yesterday i so badly want to keep practicing giving up control mm. because i want to do what i can do and like have the courage to change the things i can right but also like I really need to let go. It's exhausting to try and micromanage every little thing. Well, and, like, I don't know, like, what situations you find this in necessarily, but... Mostly, like, in my living situation where, okay. like, I feel like I need to clean all the time mm -hmm. when, like, we have a really clean apartment. Mm -hmm. Or, like, in my, in my nannying job, like, I love the kids so much, but I'm always monitoring, like where they are at every friggin' second. And sure. it's like, they're growing up. They don't need me to, like, helicopter, right. you know? It's stuff like that. Because, like, one way that I found it gives up control, but it also, like, for lack of a better term, keeps you at the helm, mm -hmm. um, is delegating. Like... Ooh, so hard for me. Yeah? Yeah. Like, that's... Because, I, like, I bit off more than I can chew in the past, and I realized, like, the solution is, like, like, and this is also paint shopping and president Ian. It's like, here's the list of things that need to be, need to get done. You take care of this. You, why don't you, like, go look at this and let me know what you find. Like, <laughs> You sit on the couch and be quiet. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like, so the, I find, like, having practiced that, like, it's easier to give up control. Like, mm. yeah, because, like, the trust is there. And then, like, if something goes wrong, then it's like, well, you were responsible for this. Yes. Yeah, one big thing that I'm really grateful for that I have changed from high school, Claire, <laughs> I tell a lot less lies. Yeah. Like a lot less lies. When I was in high school, and really just growing up, and I think I, I have to attribute it to being like a military brat, when you mm. move 
place to place, you got to make yourself seem really interesting. Mm -hmm. And so that would start with like small embellishments to the point where like when I was in high school, I was telling lies that were like so outlandish and far-fetched that then of course they came back to bite me in the butt because people would call me out on my bullshit. Right. And so now as an adult, when I catch myself telling a story and I'll like add an interesting tidbit or an embellishment or something, I always have to be like, Maybe I'm remembering it wrong or like, hold on, I want to go back to that one part or like, just to be clear, that's the way I imagined it, but it probably wasn't exactly like that. Interesting. I have to, and, and you'll have heard me do it on the show like a thousand times. Sure. Because I want to be very clear now that like, it's just in my perception when things happen in a certain way. I also have completely cut out just telling things that don't, never happened. They never mm-hmm. happened. Right. And that's really, it's, it's. Now I'm comfortable saying it out loud, but I feel like I have to go back and like dispel rumors that I created like mm. 10 years ago sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. Like it doesn't come up very often, but when it does, I'll be like, I'm squashing that. I'm so sorry. Right. That was just wow. like 14 year old Claire being a dick. Okay. <laughs> I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I think about that a lot too. I'm just really grateful to like even have a conscience for telling the truth now. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, one of the kids I nanny was like, you tell the other kid you nanny white lies all the time. And I'm like, to save her feelings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It's for your own good. It's, yeah. I'm doing this for you. I'm not going to tell you the truth about the tooth fairy, even though they're both like, they literally were like, Claire, we know. And I'm like, she's my best friend. I see her all the time. <laughs> her name is Clara. 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 Manseep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your dentist's name is Crentist. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, wow. I'm in a really great mood. I'm this glad. Is, yeah, this is the best. Okay, well, should we do the thing that happened this week? Ooh, yes, but real quick question. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, is your friend Julie yeah. in the Book of Merman? Yes. Cool. I thought so. Yes. My dear friend Julie Peterson, Julie Summer Peterson, my best friend, is covering uh, in uh, covering Ethel Merman in the Book of Merman off-Broadway. Because my professor is the director. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And like one of my dear friends is always his, assi- uh, his assistant on everything he does. Yeah. So I... I, I just happened to like look at like the link he posted to the website, and I'm like looking through this cast, and I'm like, I know you. Yeah. Oh my god. I know you through Claire. I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited for. Her. Speaking of being like a little bit sheepish when you have like good news to dispel, I think I do sure. need to say dispel. Sure. I, I'm not sure if that's right, but she and I were at Starbucks, and we were in the middle of a conversation. She goes, "Bear, I have to stop you. I just, I." She was like, "I have to interrupt. I just, um." I don't really know how to say this, but I booked an off-Broadway musical. And I was like, and I was like, what? Why didn't you start with that? We've been sitting here like 45 minutes. Right. Yeah. She, it's so funny, like, how, how that mm-hmm. shit happens. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. Like, and even, I'm not even fucking with you. Even in telling that story, I'm like, am I remembering it right? Oh like, a little, I'm sure you are. No, like, I'm, I, I, the, like, the essence of the story is true. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh my God, but I don't want to misquote somebody. I don't want to say, and like, Julie's my best friend. She won't give a fuck. No one at that Starbucks knew us, but somehow it'll come back to me. All right. But yes, thing that happened this week. Yes. Do you want to go first or should I go first? Um, I'll go first. Okay. Cue the music. 
Ian Brodsky, what happened to you this week? So, uh, this goes back to our whole it's fall y'all mood today. It's fall y'all. Today, um, I woke up early and I went to the, uh, like, basically like my landlord's office. And, Is that somewhere not here? Um, it's in Harlem. It's in like um, like the beginning of Harlem by Central Park North. Okay. So like it's it's a short train ride away, but I did this in person because I woke up yesterday. Meanwhile, um, I don't know like what the standards are for like real estate law or how any of that operates, but I received my new lease a little while back. I forget how long ago I've had this lease sitting on my kitchen table, but like it's been a minute. And so, I opened it up yesterday to sign everything, um, and then I... To lo- renew the lease. To renew the lease, yes. Okay. Fun fact, one No, you more- said lease renewal. I was just catching up. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, hooray, like, one more year in this wonderful apartment that I love so Such much. Such a wonderful apartment. Thank you. Love it. And I look at this sentence that says, like, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't, under- I don't know legalese or whatever. It says, must be returned... After 150 days and prior to 60 days of the expiration of of previous lease. Okay. Something like so that. So, like, you could have moved in one day and then waited 150 days and just renewed for next year. I don't know. But it has to be in within two months of the end of the lease. Right. Okay. That's what it means. Okay. What I read that as was... Return this before 60 days of it expiring or you're out. Oh. So I read it as like, it was October 11th when I signed it. The lease was dated July 19th. I don't think I got it that far back. So I read it as like, as like I might be evicted. Like I read it as like, I did not return this 60 days before my lease was up. So I would have read it too. Right. So I read it as like, I am Fucked. I was literally like midway making eggs. I burnt my eggs. I how dare they? They got cold because I just spent so much time calling my folks, like freaking out to them, like taking bites of cold egg in between, and like going over this like this first page of Elise so much in my head that I was that I was like I don't know what to do. I think I just fucked us. Like. Morgan is an occupant, like, I just screwed her over, like, I, like, I have two weeks to, like, find a place, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh my gosh, how scary. And my parents are literally like, that's not gonna happen, Ian. Yeah. Like, I read the statement to them, and they're like, that's 60 days within the renewal, like, within the termination of the lease. So you have, like, you probably have, like, two months after your lease is up to turn in the new lease. Yeah. I was like, are you sure? I don't know if that can be. Like, <laughs> like literally like. I'm going to be homeless. Right. Like, <laughs> like on like, and God love therapy because I, I was able to like sort of stop for a split second and be like, this is your anxiety. This is something you've been dealing with for all, like all yes. along. It's probably not as bad as you think. Mm-hmm. However, the company who manages my building was on a retreat yesterday. So I could not just, like, pick up the phone and call them and be like, hey, quick question. I don't know if I'm reading this wrong. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. downward spiral. Right. Like, I don't know. It was, like, it was about 24 hours ago from when we're recording this now. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to last 24 hours to possibly hand in a lease and be told, 
congratulations, you're homeless. Oh my god. So... So scary. Yeah, and so, like, I, I, my parents, God love them, they talked me off the ledge. Like, I went back over it, and, like, the first sentence, like, on this introductory page is, like, must be returned within 60 days of the termination of the old lease. So, like, I was fine. Yes. Like, fun fact, I was absolutely fine. Like, I realized this happened last year when, like, Morgan moved in. Like, I did not turn in my lease until, like, until around, like, this time last year, like, with a couple weeks to spare. So, I freaked out over nothing, but that's fine. (laughs) But, like, as a result, like, I woke up first thing this morning, got my shit together, brushed my teeth, and was like, I have to go in person. I'm going to hand the lease and be like, hey, like, can someone just, like, look over it real quick, like, just in case I missed any signatures? And they were happy enough to oblige, and turns out I did miss a couple signatures. So, like, <laughs> good thing. Because, like, like the worst-case scenario would have been, like, hey, you missed a couple signatures, and we're kicking you out. And, like, yeah. none of that happened. Oh, so good. So thank fucking God. I can always tell when, because we record about 10 in the morning on weekdays, mm-hmm. I can always tell when you have been out of the house and come back. Right. You're like, your spirit and your energy is like fully awake. I also like was able to like get like, get like myself some breakfast and like yes. get myself my morning coffee and like I'm on this thing now where I'm trying to eat like less bread and more like yogurts and like Good. better food for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah. all around, healthy decisions this morning. Right. I'm and, so glad you went in person. I can't oh tell God. you how many times uh, can I speak to your manager like in a nice way mm-hmm. goes over so well. Right. I like am always surprised when people want to help me. Right. Yeah. Same. Because it's their job in customer service and we're just so used to like talking to people who are shitty right. about their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice when that's not the yeah. case. And like I got to like take a little walk like at... Like at eight thirty in the morning on this like beautiful crisp fall day. A crisp fall yes. day. Yeah. So like that was like the thing that happened this past twenty four hours. Amazing. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm so relieved for you. Thank you. Legalese and lease stuff is very stressful to me. Same. We have, uh, we have to renew our lease by February 8th of next year or February 1st. I guess we moved in on the 8th and they prorated the first week. Right. So we'll probably receive the renewal sometime in December or late Mm -hmm. November. And it's like, it seems so far away to make that decision, but you really need to be settled in that decision months and months and months before you're going to actually make moves. If you're going to move or if you're going to stay, you have to have decided that at least a season before. Right. Like, Like, I think maybe we got like the new lease... Like, mid-August. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't remember exactly when, but I do remember thinking, like, oh, well, I have time for this. Sure, like, let's... Cut to, like, cut to yesterday. But it's so funny, like, was there any inkling in your mind that you needed time to think about that? Or you were just setting it to the side? I was just setting it to the side. Okay. Like... Normally, for me, if I know immediately, I will send it right back. mm. But if I need any time to think, I will run that clock down so far, I will procrastinate a decision mm-hmm. until the final second same because of my anxiety same yes like it's like if i just ignore this and like i got i kind of get the same way with auditions to an extent mm. like if i just don't like think about it then like i don't have to worry about it yeah oh i'm to the point with my auditions where i'm literally in bed at midnight the night before and i go to my calendar and i'm like so what did i sign up for tomorrow morning like i just I can't even like oh. literally i'm i'm putting them so because now it's such 
I know exactly how to do it, how efficiently Mm -hmm. it can be done, that there's no decision making in that. Right. But can you imagine if it was like, I don't know, what would be a good example? Something I would never do. Uh, I need to go to Soul Cycle. Mm -hmm. So then the night before I'm in bed and I'm like, oh damn, I signed up for that Soul Cycle class. Oh, and it's past the cancellation and I'm going to lose all my money. Okay, I guess I'll just go. Okay. And then I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, oh, I'm too tired. I can't go. It's just like, it's too much. Right. It's too much. It's too much. You got to stop. Just like, take it back. You got to slow down. Slow. Yeah. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Um, Well, I am very glad that you will be here another year. Yes, me too. That we have somewhere to record for another year. (laughs) Not that we would never have my apartment, but I feel like cats playing with wires is my nightmare. You have cats? Yeah, we li- we have two cats. Oh. Yeah, Claire Francis has two cats. Oh, were the- were they there when you had your housewarming? Yeah, Milky Way is the shy one. She was okay. probably hiding, and sure. Nimbus was probably under the couch, like watching everything. Okay, because I don't remember like clocking cats, but yeah. like I. Oh, like, we got cats. You got cats. I love we got it. cats, honey yes. bun. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I was like literally like thinking like scenarios. There's an apart like there's a building next door that has places for rent. It's the same managers. I can look at that. I have friends in the area. I can stay with them for a month while I look. Like, I was literally thinking of, like, backup plans, but... Well, and a landlord or a a building manager, their literal least favorite thing is to have a unit unoccupied. Which is what my parents said. They would have just let you stay. I mean, they really would have. Right. And, like, I'm very lucky that my landlords are, like, very cool. I mean, technically, if you had busted that timeline, you have squatter's rights. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things working to your advantage. Right. But all of that is to say that I am so glad. Me too. Yeah. I hate to think of you in a downward spiral because I know that you can get very stressed. Right. Yeah. And like I was talking to my parents throughout this whole day and at one point my mom and I were talking she was like, you are my son. Yeah. Even your father was like, this shows how he takes after you. Yeah. Basically. And I'm like, yep, yep, that's it. That's who, that's the brown gene. Who are these people who are never stressed? People who have too much chill, I'm like, there is something wrong with you. There is something wrong with you. fuck yourself. There's something wrong with you. I do not understand how you could literally be like, the sky is falling, and they'll be like, well, I guess I'll just, you know, go on that vacation I always wanted to go on. I mean, this could be a whole, like, tangent about, like, (laughs) Instagram personae. And, like, people who, like, people who, like, like, curate and present their life in such a specific way that it's like, I feel like I've known you. How are you this chill? Yes. That's impossible. I don't understand. I just, it must be so much fucking work to make yourself seem chill. Right. I am so proud that I'm not a chill person. Same. And if anyone ever told me that I was chill, I'd be like, you clearly don't know anything about exactly. me. Exactly. And I have told that to people. Yeah. I told someone the other day, I was like, wow, you have a really calming way of speaking. Like, I so appreciate you, like, speaking so calmly to me. And they were like, ha ha, no one's ever said that to me before. Right. And I was like, oh, weird. Well, okay, we'll just know that with a stranger or with a new friend, like, you seem calm. Right. (laughs) And, like, I think I've got in the past, like, yeah, like, you've been, like, very calming throughout this thing. And I think it's because, like, I can recognize, like, Mm -hmm. like, I understand, like, the relatability on my end. So it's like, I know that... Like, maybe you just need someone, like, you just need, like, an even sounding board to just, yes. like, kind of 
neutralize things. I think your chill is very much a mirroring technique where like you see the need for it or someone is already chill and then you match their personality. Right. But I think you like in the wild, in your own environment are definitely like a very active hype kind of dude. Both, I mean myself included, like for anxious people to our encouragement sometimes and also to our detriment. Right. Like, it can work 50-50 in two completely exactly. different ways. Like, I kind of... Being a hype man. Right. And, like, for me, it's, like, I break it down in this idea of, like, I'm a Libra, so balance is a big thing. And mm. so it's, like, I, I need to balance me being, like, active and here for it with being, like, completely, like, like secluded from the world. We've talked about this before, right? Yeah. You know that Libra and Gemini are each other's, like, right. perfect match. Exactly. Yeah. I literally, I think that's, I think that's why we get along so right. well. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. Also, oh, like half of my ex girlfriends are Gemini. Um, Gemini. I think yes. that's, I think that's like the plural. No, that is a hundred percent how you use it because alumni yes. is for men and women mm-hmm. mixed or just men, but alumni is a group of women. Really? And an alumna is just one a singular. woman. Oh. Okay. And an alumnus is, is a male. dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the other part of it is because I am Type A. It's like, it's like my like I lead with like. For lack of a better term, my intensity. Like yes, I lead I mean, your with, eyes are the windows to your fucking soul. Literally, literally have been told like I didn't know who you were at first, but you looked like you were staring me down. And I'm like, yeah, I know. That's just yes. like I lead with my eyes, and like I lead with not my control issues, but my like um, it's. I think it's like my survival instincts of like leading with like what is the situation? What do I need to do? Yes. What do you think I lead with? I think it's similar. I think it might also be your eyes. Mm. Yeah, because like you do, like you have like, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not inquisitive, but like a way that like you assess the situation, like you assess objective, objective, mm. and like uh, like a way to like obsess what's going on like the second you enter like a room or like a situation. I do have a really, and it must be like an OCD thing mm-hmm. where when I we've talked about this on the show before. When I walk into a space, I can like see all the items for like their value, right, and like their usefulness. We and talked like, about this recently. Yes, yes. I mean, we were talking about it in the context of like lamps as weapons. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But like when I walk into a room, I really can. I can really, and I appreciate you noticing that about me because I don't think a lot of people know this about me. That I spend a lot of my time taking the inventory. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, sometimes when I'm very anxious, I will count things in the room. Mm. And then sometimes when I'm very calm and not feeling anxious, I will just, like, absorb the energy of the room. The colors right. and who's there right. or who's not there. And, yeah, I find... I get that. Mm-hmm, I find that to be very calming. Cool. Thus endeth. The, the first, first tangent. tangent. I think that was all kind of related, though. It was. It was. Related it to was what? tangential. Tangential. Oh. Thus ends the first tangent. It's like a demi-tangent. Demi-tangent. Ooh. <laughs> Boy, that's going to be a rabbit hole if we right, start Right, I know. Show. We have to put the kibosh on that now. Does my hair have a weird, like, loop here right now? I feel a like, little bit. I feel like I'm feeling like a sweat loop. Right, it's a little calic-y. Yes. But... Okay, all right. Well, then I'll just keep it tucked right. down. It's, yeah. Tucked down. Okay, that's ended uh, the second, second demi <laughs> so, But what happened to you this week? Okay, all right. Here's what happened to me this week. Last Friday, I'm on the phone with my super. Because our toilet is kind of loose on its base and I need him to come and like tighten the screws. So we have a little bit of a leak and I, and I call him, I'm like, Hey, his name's Kizo. I'm like, Hey Kizo, 
we need uh, X, Y, and Z done to like fix up this toilet. Could you come by today? He's like, mm, I'm not sure about today, but maybe I come uh, Monday. You call me Monday. I was like, sure, great. All right, see you later, Kizo. I go into the other room to like make some tea. And <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, and because I thought Kizo was coming, I had pulled everything out. This is important to the story. I had pulled everything out from behind the toilet, including like the trash can, the plunger. We have like a little shelf with like toiletries and stuff. I pulled that out. So then all of a sudden I hear this sound that's like, mm. and I'm like, what the fuck are the cats doing right now? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, cause of course it's always like going to be right. some kind of mischief. So I'm like, what is going on? I come back around the corner and conveniently where I had put the trash can in the middle of the room is catching a giant drip that is coming out of a can light in the ceiling. A light. Oh no. A ligand coming out of the ceiling. So I'm like, okay, well, uh, first off, hilarious that this trash can is catching this drip. Second, there's a cat under it that's like trying to catch the water with his mouth and it's like splashing him in the face. <laughs> and oh I'm, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, get out of here, get out of here. I'm like pushing the cat out. And then I'm like, I don't even, I legitimately don't know what to do at this moment. I'm like, I, okay, first off, hilarious that I just got off the phone with the super and now there's a completely separate problem with mm-hmm. the bathroom. So then I call the super again and I, well, first off, no, before I call Kizo, I run upstairs, right? And I knock on the upstairs neighbor's door. And this sweet girl, Fonny, comes to the door. I'd never met her before. And Fonny's like, hi, um, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm Claire. I live downstairs. Are you guys taking a shower right now? And she was like, uh, yeah, actually, my roommate's taking a shower. I was like, oh, okay, um, can you tell her to stop? <laughs> like, I was like, there's water coming through our ceiling. And she was like, oh my gosh, really? We just moved here on Monday. Like, we didn't know there was problems with the building. And I was like, there (sighs) are problems with the building. This has literally never happened before. Right. Nothing crazy has happened in this apartment before. Uh Uh-huh. And she was like, okay, okay. She's like, Grace? And Grace is like, yeah, Fonny. And she's like, are you done with your shower yet? And she's like, almost. Why? And she's like, because the neighbor's here, Grace. Oh, really? What does the neighbor want? She wants you to stop taking a shower. Really? Why? (laughs) Oh, because they have a leak downstairs. Oh, okay. I'm almost done. Okay, sounds good. How old are these women? I'm making them sound like they're a thousand years old. Yeah. No, they're 20-somethings. They're very cool. So then I invite Fonny downstairs to, like, see the leak. And um, because they've just moved into the building, I was like, yeah, come over, like, come hang out, whatever. The super's on his way. I I guess maybe I had called him at that point Mm -hmm. or maybe in the middle of all of this. And so we come downstairs and she's like, oh, wow, gosh, that is a bad leak. And I was like, yeah, so like, can Grace stop taking a fucking shower? So then I find out that they're uh, new to the building. They moved in on Monday. Right. It's now Friday. And they uh, are film students at Columbia. Cool. And so it was really cool to, like, meet more artists and make a new friend in the building. And so then Fonny goes back upstairs, and I'm like, all right, see you later. I'll let you know. Like, here's my number. I'll let you know uh, if and when the super comes by and, like, what he can do to fix it. Kizo comes by, right, in a frenzy. He's running up the stairs. I can hear him coming a mile away. Mm -hmm. He knocks on the door. He's like, hello, it is Kizo. I don't know where he's from. from. I think he's from Russia. 
He's like, hello, this is Kizo. Yeah, that's Marquizo. <laughs> you guys know Kizo. You know Kizo. He's fucking famous. Kizo from, fa- from, yeah, from Russia. Yeah, from my building. <laughs> so they're like, <laughs> he's like, hello, this is Kizo. I need you to keep the door open. I was like, all right, Kizo. And I was like, how are you today? And he's like, goodbye. Like running upstairs to Fonny and Grace's apartment. Right. He runs up to Fonny and Grace's apartment. And all I hear is like, <laughs> Like yelling back and forth, and there's like oh clearly a big misunderstanding going on. Did I fuck up my lipstick doing that weird muffled thing? I think there's like a little bit of liner that can be blended. Okay. This is paint shoppy and like is this in better? action. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <clears throat> thus endeth the, the third, third demi tangent. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're out of tangents now. Yes. So, all I hear is this like kind of muffled argument going on upstairs. Kizo comes downstairs. She's like, hello, miss. I am back. I am Kizo. I was like, okay, hi, Kizo. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's always introducing himself. Kizo. It's weird. It's like, <laughs> I we know, may Kizo. be remembering the story wrong. <laughs> no, okay. It's like, Kizo, you don't need to introduce yourself every time. It is me. It is Kizo. So then uh, he's Italian-Russian now. Right. Yeah, it is me. It is Kizo. So Kizo comes in and he's like, so here is the problem. They live upstairs since the beginning of this week, yes? I was like, yeah, yeah, they told me they just moved in. He's like, they have not gotten a a shower curtain. And I was like, what? And he was like, they have been showering no curtain this whole week. Okay, now this is like a 100, 150-year-old building, right? Mm -hmm. Basically, all of New York is a 150-year-old building. Right. So I think our building was built in like 19, I want to say 31 or 21. I can't remember, but it's basically 100 years old. It's old. It's old, honey. If you shower, open free showering, Mm -hmm. the water's going to get out of the tub, right? Right. Now the tile may be new, but the base of the building is not. Mm -hmm. So when it makes its way along the base of your bath and into a open piece of grout... It's going to drip through the floorboards yep. and then find the next available opening. Yep. We have a renovated unit. It has can lighting in the ceiling. Mm. So there's literally holes cut into the ceiling. And so eventually, five days of them showering without a shower curtain, the water, the water found its way to an opening in, in our ceiling. Wow. So then afterward, like, it was all, it's fine. And, like, the leak is done now because the girls bought a shower curtain. But I got their numbers, and they're texting me like, we're so sorry. We'd love to have you over for coffee. I'm like, yeah, come down for brunch sometime, da da mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's fine. Literally, I can't hold that against anybody. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a big, you know, like one of those New York lessons. Literally, the number one thing you always move with is a shower curtain. Mm-hmm. Shower curtain and an ice tray. Listen, I, like, granted, like, my showers are, like, done in private with the door closed, but even without a shower curtain, I'm like, I feel so exposed. So exposed. It's like, I need a shower curtain there. We're not at camp. I'm not 13. I right. can't do that anymore. I never could. Yeah. And even and the one time I went to sleepaway camp, we had private showers. Oh, good for you. Not that they were like clean or anything. It was just like oh my God. individual shower shoes. Ugh. Ugh. What a nightmare. Right. Shower, shower shoes. shoes. Taking a shower flip flops. To their credit, they couldn't have been more, like, gracious and apologetic. They were very cool about it. Um, Kizo was frazzled as fuck. But while he was there, he looked at the toilet and knows Ah, how to fix it. So, yeah. And has it all been, like, renovated, like, or fixed up and everything? No. He said he could come by today. Okay. And I, uh, because he had to bring some sort of special tool to get it done. Sure. That he didn't have with him. And, uh, and... 
I, he can't come today, but he said he could maybe come tomorrow too. So I'm just going to like keep calling him and hopefully he'll come by. Right. Finally fix the toilet. We've been dealing with this leak since the beginning of the summer. Mm. And I thought it was like condensation, but he told me he's like, no, no. It, here's here's a fun fact for everybody at home. Condensation is only on the toilet is only supposed to be on the tank part. If it's on the bowl part, your toilet has a problem. Oh. Yes. Okay. Like for a moment, you looked panicked. Like no, because because <laughs> I'm thinking back and I'm like, have I seen that? And I don't I don't think I have. But yeah. hot summer month condensation should only be happening on the tank portion mm. of the toilet. Okay. Yes. So uh, there you go. I had similar situations at my first apartment in New York where, like, there was something wrong with it. I forget exactly what it was, but my super came by and literally, like, excavated the toilet. Oof. Like, I, like, and I remember thinking, like, this is excessive. Wait, I think I remember this. This was, like, two years ago, right? Well, this was before I moved here. Oh. Like, this was, like, this what was... What did you have with your bathroom when we were here? It was, like, the first year that we recorded the show. Every so often, this guy will just randomly, like, overflow out okay. of nowhere. all right. Maybe that was it. It was, like, running and running and running and overflowing. Right. Like, okay. sometimes it just does that, and it's, like... When he says this guy, we're talking about a toilet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Um, but at my, like, at my old place, even further uptown... Mm-hmm. Like, it had, like, some flushing issues, and, like, I finally got, like, the super there, and he dug up the toilet from the ground. Like, you know that, you know the end of Shawshank where it's like, Andy Dufresne, like, swam through miles of shit, and this. (laughs) I'm like, that's what my bathroom looked like, and I'm like, I don't think this is necessary. And maybe it was. I, to this day, I still don't know. And then... About a year later, we started noticing, like, fungus growing from the ceiling. Mm. And it was for the same exact reason that, like, there was a leak from the upstairs bathroom. Yep. I have dealt with black mold before. And this truck backing up is not not where you are. are. Yeah. Anyway, if you can hear that, you probably can't. I I dealt with black mold before. My two things that I know how to really get rid of, black mold, Mm -hmm. which if if it's in a concentrated area, obviously, like, I had to have them, like, cut into the wall at one point right but when so they did fixed we. when they fixed up the wall um it came back and it was along the edge of my bed so after oh. like hot washing everything and getting rid of the sheets i couldn't keep whatever because my wall because my bed was pushed against the wall mm-hmm. i took a toothbrush and bleach and literally bleach. buffed it by my by myself with my hands right perfect um the other thing is snaking drains i have found a product at bed bath and beyond this episode brought to you by triple b yeah, Triple B, honey. Um, we have not had a fake sponsor in a very long time. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Um, I have found this product. I can't remember the name of it. It might just be called the Drain Snake. I can't really remember, mm-hmm. but it has like a uh, its mascot is a fox. There's like a little animated fox on sure. it. Sure. It has like these bristles on the edge of this like snake thing that you can like crank down into the tub that literally like wraps up all the hair and pulls it all out. I can't tell you. How much time I have saved not calling the super to do that now. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Morgan's really good with that too. My roommate Morgan. Girls, we know how to do stuff. You it's know true. what I mean? We're creating hair everywhere. Hair is just everywhere. Like, and it's not just girls because I, like, between my head and my body, I shed like a bear. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought like, you were about to say between my head and my dick. Well, I, I have a lot of leg hair too, so like okay. I can't, so I can't just like classify like the okay. upper, the upper two thirds. Oh, okay. Which is probably just the upper half because my legs are long. I'm a short guy with long legs. I yeah, I guess I have a short torso and long legs. 
I always feel like, you know what? We don't have any more tangents. I can't even go on this. We That's okay. We used all the tangents, listeners. Right. This has never been a problem before, but it's going to bother me. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm really glad to have met my neighbors, but also so relieved that it was an easy fix. Right. A shower curtain does wonders. Because that could very easily not have been an easy fix. Yes. And I've had friends who have been in that situation and they're like, we're fucking moving out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nightmare. Okay. Well, on to the quiz. Quiz time. Quiz time. Yes. Yes. All right. Ian Brodsky, what are you obsessed with this week? Flannel shirts. Yes. I. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I literally got an email from Old Navy the other day saying $12 flannels today only. And I was like, put a pin in that. And then I ordered two more that night. Good for you. Thank you. I'm very excited. Question number two, three fingers up. Never have I ever worn a shirt that advertised a specific beer brand. No. Never have I ever played the saxophone. Down. Do you play the saxophone? Um, long story short, I tried it out when I was like nine years old and I was, and I could not lift it. I was Mm. that weak and that little. Well, I've never even attempted to lift it. So you're ahead of me. Never have I ever water skied. Nope. Never have I ever carried a messenger bag. Down. That was targeted. (laughs) Was it? Uh, That's good. Like I, I, messenger bag. Do you carry one now? Um, sometimes. I thought you were a backpack guy. Um, I. I have a history of messenger bags. Okay. Um, my current backpack is so awesome oh. and like so sturdy that like I tend to use that one, but okay. I have a messenger bag that's just like not great right now. Okay. Never have I ever seen a glacier in person. No. Never have I ever done more than 10 push ups. Down. <laughs> I had to be done with the segment. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. What are you watching slash listening to this week? Um, I, I started rewatching The Good Place just because it makes me happy. Yes, I just rewatched it too. Yes. I am obsessed with the season of American Horror Story. It is so good. Um, What's the theme this season? Apocalypse. And it is a crossover season of mainly season one, which is Murder House, and season three, which is Coven. Okay. But they have brought back... Stuff from season five, season six, like it is so like like this could easily be like the finale, like the final season. And I'd be cool with it. Um, it may be. Well, they've already been renewed for two more seasons. Oh, okay, just kidding. I, right? Like I like. Um, anyway, and then like A girl all can the dream. N- right, and then all the NBC <laughs> stuff I'm catching up with, and I'm listening to. Um, I've been playing this song on loop um, called "Smile" by Little Duval featuring Snoop Dogg. Cheers and. The the uh, the refrain is um, and I'm gonna censor it. Um, I'm living my best life, ain't going back and forth with you. I'm living my best life, ain't going back and forth with you. Hey. And like it's just that. Sounds and, great. And then like and then um, Snoop Dogg does like the verses, and it's like, you got a lot to be smiling for. So why the fuck are you wilding for? Like, <laughs> if you breathe in, you achieve in. Like and I'm like I love this song. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I'm listening to a little bit of a lot of things. So like okay. a lot of like, like a lot of like rap and hip hop, going back to some Jason Mraz. Like I've been playing my phone on shuffle, okay. just shuffling through all my songs. So it's been fun. Amazing. Yeah. Question number four, the last person you texted that wasn't me. It was my old friend Val. Great. Because 
going to talk to her about getting her on the show. Yes. Fierce. Yes. Can't wait. Hey, Val. And question number five, one person living or dead whom you may or may not know that you would like to wish well today mm. or this week. Right. Um, my friend Simone Bart. Hey, Simone Bart. She just got her first, like, I don't know if it's an under five or a guest starring or somewhere in between, but she was on this most recent episode of Manifest on NBC, <gasps> and I'm so bloody proud of her. I love Manifest. Yeah. I love Manifest. She plays Evie in, um, like, episode three. Oh, I just watched episode three. Wait, who's Like, the drunk friend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Who, like, oh. you see her first as, like, a corpse. Yes. And then, okay. like, you this see that why. little yes. segment of, like, mm-hmm. of, like, oh, it was supposed to be my special day, and now you're the drunk one. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, oh my so. gosh. Wow. She did great. Right. So, like, that super was a very, for her. very, very affecting scene. Mm hmm. Um, okay. Great. Your turn. My turn. Your turn. So, Claire Womanship. Yes. What are you obsessed with this week? I am obsessed with this unbelievably delicious chai that I had the other day. Okay, and I, I couldn't even get the word though. <laughs> I had an unbelievably delicious chai the other day. I was at Cave in Hell's Kitchen, which is a fantastic mm. coffee shop. They have two locations, 9th and 10th Avenue. I was at 9th Avenue with my friend Paige. And their chai, I, I, some chais I've been a little bit allergic to. I don't know what it is, but they make my tongue go numb. I told that story on yeah, the show. Yeah, that was, that was a thing that happened this week. Yeah, so now I always have to check if like places have a certain kind of chai that I'm allergic to. And so I uh, asked, and they were like a little bit like, I don't know, bashful about it. And they were like, it's actually like a powdered chai. And I was like, huh, okay. Well, I'm not really in the mood for coffee, but also I don't normally drink like powdered drinks. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, whatever. Give me the powder chai. <laughs> it was so amazing. Mm. One of the best chais I've ever had. It's not real chai, but who gives a fuck? I'm an American. I'll eat the shitty food. Right. I... Ooh, I burped. I... <laughs> Apropos. Yes. I I loved it so much, and I can't wait to have it again. Oh, awesome. Yes. So oh. the chai at Cave is worth it, honey. All right. 10 out of 10. 10 out of All 10 right. would recommend. Three fingers up. Never have I ever come in contact with battery acid. Down. Um... It was very painful. I believe it. Um, <laughs> it stings immediately. Oh my god! Recycle your batteries the way you're supposed to, people. Right. Don't make your grandchildren clean out your house and then have to deal with dead batteries that are oh. bleeding into the bags they're in. Never have I ever. Um. Never have I ever been to an Episcopalian church. Down. Um, uh, again, don't make your grandchildren <laughs> go to church. <laughs> don't make your grandchildren go to church. Um, Let them choose for themselves. Never have I ever bought anything from H and M. Down. That right. was easy. That was quick. <laughs> wow, Ian, that was a good one, buddy. Thank you. All right. Oh, I, w- I thought I was about to ask a question. Right. I'm um, not about to ask a that's question. Okay. <laughs> um. Oh, but what are you watching slash listening to? Okay. Well, duh. Manifest. Right. I'm kind of on an NBC kick right now. I got Same. Manifest. I got New Amsterdam. I'm rewatching, or I just finished rewatching The Good Place, and I'm watching the new season. Mm-hmm. I'm also watching I Feel Bad. How is it? It's pretty good. It's getting its sea legs right now. I'm going to keep giving it a shot. Great. Um, It's turning a lot of like mom feminism on its, on its head or on its Mm. butt really. And I really, I like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, Serial has been back for four weeks now. So I'm listening to Serial and I'm so excited about it. Also listening to my regular NPR podcasts. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I found a playlist in Apple Music that I'm obsessed with right now. 
It's called um, Pumpkin Spice Fall. Okay. And everything in it is so... It's not the chill where it's like sad blue fall. It's like Sunday afternoon with the windows open having brunch with your friends fall. Mm. It's very comforting to me. So yeah, seek out that playlist. It's so fantastic. Cool. Yeah. And I finally listened to Waitress, the musical. Oh, yeah. Finally. I feel like I knew all the music already because I had heard it at every fucking cabaret and audition that ever happened. Right. Uh, But yeah, fantastic music. Love Sarah Bareilles. Oh, yeah. On board. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Question number four. Yeah. Uh, Who's the last person you texted? It was a group text with my friends Emily and Tori. We're getting coffee this afternoon. Very exciting. Java, Java, Java. Java, Java, Java. Mm-hmm. And final question, who would you like to wish well this week? I would like to wish well former child actor Peter Ostrom. He played Charlie Bucket in the Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. And I was just thinking about how hard it must be to be a star when you're young and then decide that's not for you anymore. Right. And every time they do a Where Are They Now, he is working as a farmer. He owns a dairy farm. Cool. And has been more than happy to do that for the rest of his life. And he looks healthy and he looks happy. And I am, I love that movie so much, but I can also appreciate when you're done, you're done. Right. Like, this career is not for everybody. And like, when you're done, you're done. When you're done, you're done. Yeah. And so I hope that wherever he is, he is milking a cow and happy as fuck. Back, same. Here, yes. here. Here, here, Peter Ostrom. Yes. All right. Random fun fact or thought of the week, Ian. Yes. And this is probably something you already know, Claire, but mm. um, fun fact. Flat sparkling water does not taste like water. It tastes like garbage. Yes. It tastes like slimy garbage. Yes. Slimy. Yes. It can get all slimy in there. Discovered this yesterday. Oh. Yeah. The only one that still tastes good is San Pellegrino Mm. because it has a little bit of salt in it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Salty slimy San Pellegrino. That's their new slogan. Exactly. This episode brought to you by... Salty slimy. Um... My random fun factor thought of the week. I literally thought of one the other day and was like, I should write that down. Just kidding. I'll remember it. I don't. Cool. So <laughs> here's a different one. In Union Square, New York City, there is a Kellogg's restaurant where you can go and just eat cereal that you right. pour. The same as like when you're at a candy store and you pull the lever down and the candy drops into the bag like mm-hmm. as much as you want and they weigh it. They'll weigh your cereal and milk. And you can just sit there and eat as many Kellogg's brands as you want. I forgot about that, and I love that. We I'm should su- 100% go. Oh, I'm so down. That I'm surprised, so and I'm surprised it has not been a thing up till this point. Like, yeah. it's a relatively new shop. A cereal restaurant. A cereal restaurant. I guess the closest we got was Milk Bar. Momofuku Milk Bar right. makes cereal bars, like, to snack on. Right, and, like, ice cream, milk ice cream. Yes. Stuff. Yes. Right. Anyway, I can't wait to go. Same. Fun fact. Cool. All right, Ian Brodsky, where can people find you? You can find me at iBrodsky on Twitter and Instagram and at Brodsky Ian on Facebook. What about you, Claire? I'm at Womanship on Twitter and Snapchat, ClaireManship.com, Facebook.com slash Julia Claire Manship. The show is at ThisWeeksThing.com, ThisWeeksThing at gmail.com, hashtag ThisWeeksThing if you want to get in on the diskish, and at ThisWeeksThing is our handle pretty much everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It is <laughs> everywhere. The thing that happened this week is a Dapper Devil production. Check us out on all the social medias. Yes, and if you aren't already listening to the show, which you are because you're hearing this right now, but encourage your friends to listen to the podcast wherever they get their podcasts. Like, like, comment, rate, subscribe. Yes, that's how you do it. Yes. Um, Especially in Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, Very helpful if you leave us a review so other people can find the show. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ian, I love you. 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 All right. I'm Claire Manship. And I'm Ian Brodsky. And that, and that was, was the thing that, that happened, happened this week. week. Bye, y'all. Bye.